Hello, hello, hello. My name is Courtney Turner, and you are listening to Bluegrass Community Foundation's Do Good Radio Hour. Happy October! It is finally here, and if you are anything like me, the fall clothes are out, the spooky decorations have taken over, and last-minute prep for Halloween costumes are in the works. One thing that is not being prepped last minute, however, is the special plans we have coming up for you this month. Because for the entire month of October, we aren't just the Do Good Radio Hour. We are the Boo Good Radio Hour. And I hope that that makes you giggle as much as it makes me giggle. Shout out to our fantastic marketing and communications director, Lauren. She is a genius and I'm loving this Boo Good theme. We are talking giveaways, spooky challenges, boo good giving opportunities, local events, maybe even some Lexington ghost stories. <laughs> it's all happening right here on the Boo Good Radio Hour, and trust me, you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned right here on Radio Lex every Monday at 2 p.m. so you can stay up to date on the upcoming Boo Good Fun, or you can listen to us anytime, anywhere on Apple Podcasts. As always, you can give Bluegrass Community Foundation a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at BGCFKY to learn more about who we are and what we do in Central and Appalachia, Kentucky. Or you can simply visit our website at bgcf.org. But seriously, follow us on social media because we have a lot of fun. Today's guests are taking the spookiest of all holidays and turning it into an opportunity to give back. Caring Costumes is a charitable organization that provides previously enjoyed, gently used costumes to children who might not otherwise have the ability to participate in fun Halloween activities. These two ladies are preparing for their two, yes, two, costume fairs later this month, and we are so thrilled to be chatting with them today. Here is Kathy Phillips and Robin Anderson. How are you? 
Super. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being here. This is really exciting because this is one of the first times that we've had someone on the show coinciding with one of our publications because you all are about to be featured in Tops Magazine alongside BGCF talking about caring costumes, which is what you're here to talk about today. So why don't you take a second and introduce yourselves and tell us about what caring costumes is. Um, my name is Kathy Phillips, and I'm here with my friend Robin. I guess she'll introduce herself. And we came up with the idea of caring costumes. Um, basically, we were just looking for a place to donate our used costumes, and I could not find a place to donate. Like, there was no one set up to collect costumes. So I didn't want to just, like, throw it in a Goodwill box and have it get lost. So we talked about it, and we came up with the idea of, it's just silly that people spend so much money on costumes and you wear them one time. They are you, expensive. Well, you put them in a box and you think your kids are going to play with them <laughs> and play dress up. But quite honestly, they just get put away and then the next year they get a new costume. So it just seems like such a waste to have all of these costumes who have only been worn once. Um, and so many people who cannot afford to go out and buy a brand new costume because they're so expensive. So we came up with the idea to start collecting them. Um, we kind of, well, Robin's the primper. She she takes care of the <laughs> costumes and organizes the costumes so that we can um, get them ready for other children who um, can come pick out a costume um, and have a new costume each year. Great. And when did you all get started? What it's year? It's been about seven years that seven we have years. done this. Yes. And what difference have you seen from year one to now? Because I know that you all have so many costumes. I mean, now we're at a point where you're doing two costume fairs, which we're definitely going to get into. But what does that difference look like? Um, Karen Costumes has definitely grown over the years. Um, we started collecting costumes about seven years ago. Um, and at first, we would just gave out to different organizations that we were familiar with, um, such as Greenhouse 17. Um, but then we decided that we wanted to make it bigger. So we got with a local church and had a costume fair. Um, but then we decided that it was difficult sometimes to get people there. So you sometimes it's kind of the saying, you have to meet people where they're at. Um, and so we partnered with Miss um, Jill, who is uh, the director uh, of the community center at Williams Wells Brown. And she's wonderful because she has these children that come there after school and she gets the children there for us. So we come in and we set up the costumes um, and they come in and we help them. Um, and this year has gotten even bigger than we <laughs> could have imagined. So this year we decided, you know what, we're gonna do two fairs. So this year we have ad added the Dunbar Community Center. Now, how do these fairs work? It's kind of like a, a yard sale per se, where people go in, is it for purchase? Can children pick out free costumes? How does that work? Well, everything is absolutely free. Um, we don't deal with money. We collect costumes and we get them ready for another child to wear and we give them away. And what we love about the fair idea is, 
I mean, we have racks and racks and racks of costumes. So we'll have them organized by size and type. Um, and then the children can come in and actually shop. And that's the best part. It is so much fun to watch children walk around and they're kind of looking at different costumes. And then when they find the right costume and their face lights up and they put it on and they run around the gym, and it's just it just brings a lot of joy. Have you had a specific experience with a child or a parent who is just so excited to be there and you know, they show gratitude in some way. Have you had a personal experience and conversation with one of those kids? We've had a lot of them. Yeah. But every every year there are a few that bring tears to our eyes. Mm. They just get so excited. And um, they we have the children at the center there, but they bring their families and they bring their siblings. And when we started out, we were open to the community, but then COVID hit. So mm. we had to kind of make it more... Um, a smaller group, but this year we're opening back up again. So we do hope that other people in the community um, will come to the community centers, um, and so they can pick out a costume in an organized in an organized way, of course. But um, it's just a lot of fun because they get to shop. Let me ask because I know that there was a pretty big. It's not even a mishap. It's just really tragic what happened. You all were robbed last year. Can you explain, one, what happened, but also the impact that that experience had on carrying costumes as a whole? Well, my basement is our warehouse, (laughs) which my basement is now all costumes, and it has been (laughs) since last year. Um, So what we do is we load up all the costumes, and we take it to the costume fair, and we unload the costumes at the costume fair. We give away several hundred, but then we have several hundred left, which is awesome because we have a huge selection, and we carry them over till the next fair or the next year. Um, So we load everything back up that's left over that wasn't selected at that particular fair last year um, and take it all back to my house and unload it back into the basement. (laughs) So we had an awesome costume fair last year. Um, We got back home and there were several of us that had helped us. And of course, we were exhausted. It's by by the time the fair is over, we're we're really tired. So we were unloading the cars, carrying stuff in. And finally, we're like, that's enough for today. Let's just leave some in the garage um, and we'll put them all away tomorrow. Just let's just take a break and and come back to it. So we left several boxes in the garage, in my garage. And they were boxes of like new costumes that were packaged. So it didn't look like junk. I mean, there were just boxes full of these packages. Um, And the next morning, I got up and I started kind of organizing. And I realized we were missing several boxes of the costume, the new costumes that like are in packages in, in the box. And there were several boxes that were just missing. So I called Robin and I was like, what in the world did we do with these boxes of costumes? And she recalled that we had left several in the garage. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that now. And I remember exactly where they were placed in between the car and the door. Um, so I went back out to the garage and I really honestly thought I was losing my mind. Um, and then one of my friends showed me on next door that a couple of my neighbors had posted that they had been burglarized, mm-hmm. that um, their garages had been broken into and car keys were missing or um, garage door openers. And it occurred to me and one of my cars was parked outside in the garage. And, and we don't back up to anybody. We don't back up to road. But one of my cars was parked in the driveway. It was unlocked and it had a garage door opener mm-hmm. 
that had been in it that was gone. And that's when we figured out that um, we had been burglarized. And I guess they had gotten into the, I made a mistake. Don't leave your doors unlocked to your cars, everybody. We keep hearing it, but don't do it. Um, Opened up the door, took the garage door opener, opened up the garage. Thank goodness my husband is vigilant about double locking the door between the house and the garage. So I guess they just... You know, opportunity. There's mm-hmm. some boxes of something. We'll see what they are, and that—that's clearly what happened because our two neighbors also had similar incidents. Um, and one of the garage door openers to my neighbor's house actually showed up a couple months later. Oh my gosh! Um, in the yard, but ours never did. We changed the changed the locks and said, "Okay, well, what's next?" <laughs> First of all, I never realized what a fear that was for me. I have a few neighbors who constantly leave their garage doors open, and I'm like, "What are you?" doing that feels so dangerous uh but what impact did that moment have on carrying costumes as you two as the organizers of carrying costumes did that have any kind of shift we were pretty heartbroken i mean we um collect costumes to give away you know so i i I hope that whoever took them um made good use of them (laughs) but you know it was just kind of heartbreaking that we had all these brand new costumes that were taken from us um so kathy had the idea of contacting the news again um they had done some stories about carrying costumes and the costume fair Uh, So we reached back out to them and let them know what happened, and they decided to do a news story. The news story was incredible, and then the outpouring um, and generosity of our community was completely overwhelming. And we got more costumes from the burglary than we had from just asking for them. Um, People really stepped up and just contributed so much to us, um, which is the reason that this year we are having two fairs. And coincidentally, I think it was actually on Halloween. I think so, too. Yeah, yes. So the story, oh, no yeah, so when, I mean, it was kind of like, okay, here we are on Halloween, on this Halloween story, and so we decided to let them know, and it, it was it was kind of creepy, too. A little scary. <laughs> A little, little Halloween-y. Spooky. Yeah. Very Halloween-y. Now, tell us about these fairs. So where are they? When are they? And how can people get involved? The first fair is going to be Monday, October 17th at William Wells Brown Community Center, um, where we've been the last about four years with Miss Jill. Miss Jill's awesome. She shout out, Miss Jill. Oh, shout out, Miss Jill. She takes care of everybody, and everybody in that community loves her and adores her, and she just wants be- what's best for them. And so she um, is an incredible partner and helps us um you know, helps us provide this opportunity in, in the community center. So that's going to be on Monday the 17th. We get in the doors, hopefully at five. We're usually in a rush, but what we plan on doing this year is because we have so many costumes and we're having two fairs, is we're gonna load up a U-Haul um, and we're gonna go straight to the community center. We're gonna unload at five o'clock and the children will start coming in at six. So if anyone is interested in helping, we would 
love to have volunteers um, that if you would like to come and help us get set up for the fair, get to know the costumes, because then when the kids start coming in, it's really helpful to have helping hands who kind of know where things are and can look at a child and go, oh, let's look at let's look at these costumes or look at those costumes so that we can have an interactive kind of more one-on-one shopping experience with the kids. And we're set up in the big gym, so we'll, we'll just have our racks of clothes all around the gym. And Miss Jill is so organized. She has them all line up, has them sit on the bench, and has them come down and have, has them come down in groups. Um, her step group always comes first, and um, then they go back and go to their class. So the kids come in in groups and go around and shop for the costumes. And then at the end, we're kind of tired, so we have to load everything back up. So like I said, this year we're planning on renting a U-Haul so we can load it back onto the U-Haul, leave it on the U-Haul. And then Wednesday night, the 19th, we're going to do a second costume fair at Dunbar Community Center, which will be a similar similar type of event. Yes, this year we're partnering with Uh, the Dunbar Community Center, which is a center that I've been working with uh, through my work. And um, Laura Hatfield has been working with us on that. And so I was talking to her about this opportunity and she had heard about the burglary that had happened last year. And so after the generosity of our community, um, I just said, hey, would you be interested in having a costume fair here? Because I think we could reach, you know, even more kids in our community if we had another costume fair. And she was so excited to have us and um, we're really excited to be able to do it this year with her. And again, these fairs are 100% free. Yes. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yes. It's so it's so cute when kids come up to us and they're like, can I have this costume? And we're like, oh yeah, you could take it. How, how much is it? It's free. You just take it. Anything I just you take want. it. And <laughs> it's so just cute. adorable. Yes. Where do you all see carrying costumes in two to five years? Because I know that you all are collecting costumes year round, even though your basement is full. I know that that's not slowing down anytime soon. So where do you see yourself? I don't know that we saw ourselves here five years ago. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> it's definitely grown Pretty a lot sure more we than didn't. we thought it would. <laughs> we started with our daughters. Our daughters are the same age. And golly, how old were they at the time? Like seven? Yeah. So um, it quickly became our thing. <laughs> yeah. What are some of the immediate needs that the community can help out with right now? We need racks. We need clothing racks. That is our wish list. Um, I've driven around to different stores over the years and borrowed them. Ever Eve has always let us borrow one. Brooks Brothers has always let us borrow a couple. Um, unfortunately, they're no longer in the summit, but when they left, they actually gave me one of theirs, which was huge. Yeah. <laughs> so appreciated because that's how we organize the costumes um, is by having these racks. You can't organize the costumes in boxes, we've learned. So um, we... we need clothing racks. We've bought several on Amazon and they don't have the same sturdiness that, you know, of course the the business type do. But um, so, like I said, we are going to rent a U-Haul this year. So if anyone owns a U-Haul place and be willing to donate a truck, that'd be great. Um, Big wish is storage space though, Mm. because I kind of like my basement bag. (laughs) (laughs) It's finally October and we have a spooktacular opportunity to show your do-good false spirit. It's the Boo Good Challenge, and you can find all of the info on our Facebook and Instagram at BGCFKY. 
To enter the Boo Good Challenge, simply take a photo of your favorite fall do-good activity. Maybe that's carving pumpkins with neighbors or donating your time to costume drives. Maybe that's participating in a fall philanthropy event this month or simply making your favorite soup to share on a spooky movie night. However you are planning to boo good, take a photo and tag us at BGCFKY using the hashtag BooGood. That's B-O-O-G-O-O-D. At the end of this month, we will enter all of our entries into a drawing for a special Boo Good basket full of some of our favorite local fall necessities. We can't wait to see how you are spending this Boo Good season. So we are going to go into our second segment, which we like to call BGCF Fast Facts, which is where I give you a question, and without thinking about it too hard, you are going to give me the first answer that pops up. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> no, I'll let you know that's everybody's answer. Everybody's like, I'm not at all, but we're going to wing it. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Forest of Stars. I am reading The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It's the prequel to The Hunger Games. Oh, fun. I oh, my gosh. I'm loving one. it. Yes. Yay. I'm loving it. And they are, a movie is coming out, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. So excited. I hadn't heard. That is yes. great news. Yes. What are you watching right now? I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, oh my gosh. I yeah. had showtime just so I could watch that. Mm -hmm. Talk about good books. Mm-hmm. I do watch Mediterranean sailing, sailing yacht when I clean. Oh, that's so! What is that? <laughs> that's lovely. Oh, it's reality. Oh, that's a reality. It's show. Bravo. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I'm all about some Bravo. Just while I clean. Yes. Just while I clean. What are you listening to right now? I listen to classical music in the car. Also, oh one. gosh, I don't know. I mean, probably like mainstream radio, and then sometimes if I get bored with that. I'm still very much addicted to the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Oh, so, I love musicals. Jackman. So yes. What are you eating right now? Well, since it's fall and football started back up, it's starting to be a lot of um, red, you know, red chili. Amen. White chicken chili, that type of stuff. Football food. Football food. I made some pumpkin muffins last night. Oh, oh yeah, delicious. Sign me up. <laughs> What are you most scared of? Probably like snakes and spiders. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like something happening to my family or something mm -hmm. or my children. Oh, I don't, I, even, I don't even want to think about that. I know. I just. It know. has to be something basic for me. <laughs> something <laughs> I can't you can even battle. go there in my mind. Yes. You can kind of smush a spider, yes. kill a snake. <laughs> what are you most proud of? I'm definitely proud of my family. Um, you know, I, obviously my family is, you know, very important to me and um, it's what I wanted, you know, my whole life and now I have it. Um, but I'm also really proud of the career that I have and the work that I do. Um, I really do feel like it was a calling and um, I'm definitely proud of that. And I'm very proud of carrying costumes, too, because we've worked so hard, and it's it's really, um, we're really starting to see the fruits of our labor, so. it's great. Of course, all of those. Um, 
I, I think my career first, just because that's how Robin and I became friends. We worked together, and we both um, have worked in the area of helping survivors of domestic violence, and that's been a very, um, it's been a passion, and um, feels really good when you help people in um, those situations. Um, I am proud of our caring costumes. I'm proud of um, our schools. I just was at the PTSA this morning serving pumpkin muffins. Um, <laughs> so family, my family. What are you most looking forward to? I'm kind of feeling like we're doing it. I mean, I, I feel like every day is a great day. Mm-hmm. This, this is what it's all about. I'm looking at you. The holidays coming up is always fun. It starts with Halloween. We're so busy the month of October with carrying costumes and then goes right into Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's just, to me, it's still a very magical time of the year. Mm-hmm. I've stopped looking forward and trying to just enjoy. To be in the moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because our kids are getting old and it's oh. just kind of like, oh, it's. I don't want to look forward anymore. I want to just like enjoy now. I'm trying the same thing. I have seasonal depression in a very real way. So I'm trying to make every day be like, I'm going to put on a cute sweater. I'm going to put a bow in my hair. <laughs> I'm going to listen to fun fall music. What I'm are you just, saving it for? I know. Right? So I just need to be more in the moment. <laughs> Who do you look up to? My father. I would probably say my mom, most of all. She... Um, ran a small business um, and I think I learned a lot of my sympathy towards others and helping the community um, by seeing her and watching her and the work that she did. Why do you love our community? Lexington's just a very, it's a special place um, it's it's beautiful. I just I I think it's a gorgeous city, um, with a lot of opportunities, and things like this. You know, I think that our city is really focused on giving back and organizations who do that. And you know, people don't say no when 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 we call and ask for things for anything, even for like. Um, the PTA breakfast this morning. I called North Lime and they donated ten dozen donuts. You know, people people say yes, um, which I think is a wonderful relationship um, for a community and the people who live there. I agree with Kathy. I mean, Lexington is just absolutely gorgeous and it's growing and um, a lot of revitalization um, downtown and great people. The weather is a little crazy (laughs) at times, but um, we don't have the best weather all the time. One day it's freezing, the next day it's hot, and then it's snowing. Good old Kentucky weather. Yeah, but (laughs) um, yeah, I'm very proud to be from Lexington. This is our favorite question and probably the hardest for most of our guests, so take your time. (laughs) Why do you love yourself? I love myself because I'm able to do things like this. And I'm, I'm proud to be able to do things like this. It makes me feel good. So it, it's fun. So I have fun. Have fun I think it's, yeah, I think it goes back a lot to our careers. I mean, and again, you know, Kathy and I have known each other for over 20 years now. And we work together and we work very well together. Um, even though our personalities are very different, um, 
But I think that what we do for our careers and then even carrying costumes, being able to give back, and that is really important to us. And I think it's important for us to show our children what we're doing and that um, it's important to help others um, and give back and not just give back of always money, but your time too. So. Mm -hmm. That crosses back to my father being the person that I identified because my parents raised me um, to be charitable and um, always serving in different ways, and they still do. They still work at the pantry, you know, and they're not in Lexington, but, um, you know, go out and work six, eight hours a day just volunteering, and it's just what you do. Last question. Where can people stay in touch with carrying costumes? Where can people stay in touch with you? If they wanted to get involved, how can they touch base with you all? Um, well, our Facebook page, and on our Facebook page is my email. So I run a lot through my email. Um, I have several conversations going on with people right now, trying to arrange pickup and delivery of costumes. Oh, I would like to point out that Crank and Boom on Clay's Mill Road has a collection bin. Um, so if you have some costumes, you just want to drop them off, please put them in the collection bin at Crank and Boom. And go get a scoop. Who's, and, get, and get some ice cream. And, the ice um, cream. and then for big, like we have some people who, who contribute a lot of costumes. Like right now I'm making arrangements with a lady who was um, in a dance factory. And so we've had this a couple times over yes. the years and the kids love oh, the fun. dance outfits. Oh my gosh, especially the teenage girls. So, mm -hmm. um, and they're donating um, dozens and dozens of, of dance costumes. So it's good because the kids have a huge variety. You talk to Facebook? Facebook page is Karen Costumes. Um, you could message us on Facebook and uh, Kathy's email is also on there. We're working on a, an, a on an Instagram page. Okay, we'll keep people. We updated. have someone who's helping. We have a friend, Christy, who's helping us with that because we don't. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, Christy Maggard's going to help us with that. Yes, <laughs> great, ladies. Thank you all so much for being here. I really appreciate your time and for working with us for the tops piece. We're super excited about this boo good to do good. And we just appreciate everything that you all do for our community. So come back, visit us next Halloween. Hopefully it's going to be a bigger and better year than it already is this year. That would be great. Thank yes. you so much. Yeah, Thank thanks you. so much. Hopefully we'll get some good volunteer stuff out of this. Yes. Awesome. yes. Awesome. Thanks, ladies. Bye. Bluegrass Community Foundation is where people go to give to enhance the quality of life in Central and Appalachia, Kentucky. We connect charitable individuals, families, businesses, communities, and nonprofit organizations with causes they care about to meet community needs and make a difference. Our mission is to create more generous, vibrant, engaged, and equitable communities throughout Central and Appalachia, Kentucky, and we would love to invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information on Bluegrass Community Foundation, visit us at bgcf.org. That's bgcf.org. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Do Good Radio Hour, brought to you by Bluegrass Community Foundation. We'll be back next week right here on Radio Lex, or you can listen to us anytime on Apple Podcasts. 
In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at BGCFKY or visit us on our website at BGCF.org to stay updated on all of the latest giving and do-good opportunities in our community. Until next time, I'm Courtney Turner. Do good and be well. You are listening to the Do Good Radio Hour on Radio Lex, WLXU 93.9 LPFM Lexington. Our theme song is Happy Tune, written and performed by Brother Smith. The views expressed on this podcast are not necessarily the views of Radio Lex, its board of directors, or Bluegrass Community Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own and the guests'.